Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Relationship Talks. I'm your host Laurie Brooke and together we'll get to take a look at what goes on behind closed doors. Today I am joined by Ermi Hossein. Hi my name is Ermi and I'm here to talk about friendship. Ermi Hossein is a full-time female worker in the financial services industry. She has been working in this industry for about six years and she comes from an educational background in finance. In her free time, she volunteers for causes such as women's empowerment and giving back to the non-privileged. She is a big proponent of self-investing and continuous learning. She has her own blog and YouTube channel. She has written her first book, Discovering Your Your Identity, A Rebirth from Interracial, Interracial Struggle, where she talks about her own struggle in finding her identity. She considers herself to be Italian Bengali. Ambitious and go-getter are the two words that describe her the most. Indeed, one of her big ambitious goals is to deliver a TED Talk. Hi everyone, it is Laurie here and welcome to this week's episode of Relationship Talks where together we get to take a look at what happens in people's relationships. This week I am joined by Ermi Hossein and she is here to talk to us about friendship. So welcome Ermi and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Can I ask, I mean, we're here to talk about friendships and the one thing I'm very curious to you is when you hear the word friendships, what does that actually mean to you? To me, it means trustworthy. Like this is one word that I think about, which is uh, trustworthy. And something that it's long lasting. And why I tell you this is because I I had many friends while I was growing up. But the problem is I never had one long-term friends because my parents used to move very frequently. So I changed school many, many, many times. And every time I always ended up making new friends, but then we would change country, we would change city, and then it was back to square one. And along the way, I would say that I, my closest friends are the people that I met in high school, and it has been, I want to say 15 years. But what I like about this friendship is that regardless of the distance, because now I moved to Canada and before I was in Italy that regardless of the distance, it never feels like I have left. And these are the people that I trust the most. And these are the people that no matter this, the distance, we're still very close to each other's heart. And so this this is what comes to me. And then after moving to Canada, of course, because it's been such a long time, I made other new friends and people that I used to work with, people that I don't work with anymore, but we're still very, very close to each other. Like we have never left. I think friendships for me, I think of the saying, you know, you can, you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends and your friends are really like the family that you get to choose because you can share so much with them. Um, 
and yet there are also friends that you have um, that kind of come in and out of your life as they need to. What's been your experience? And you've touched on it before that you moved a lot as a child. So what's been your experience with, you know, leaving friendships and forming new friendships? It was always very hard. It was so hard because, like, I still remember the the two girls that I used to go to school when I was in elementary, but we all, like, I only stayed in that school for five years and then we parted away. And I remember it was very hard. It was super hard for me because I was like, oh, here he is, I made new friends. And then suddenly, like, I have to move. And the thing is, there was no way for me to even be connected with them because there was no such thing as social media. I was like, what, 10 years old? I didn't have a phone. And so I, like, lost connection with these people. And and then what happened is every time I had to start a new school, it was super hard because I was like, I don't, I don't want to go through this. And then when my parents would be like, okay, we have to change again. I was like, oh my gosh, why? I just made new friends. But I would say that um, even though it was hard, I learned that we have to make an effort. You know, it has to, it has to be like a two-way street. And so there was this one time where basically we moved to a different country. We moved to UK and I met, met this girl and she used to be my neighbor. And she, she wasn't, she was never hanging out with many people. Like she was very like reserved. She, she felt like people didn't understand her. And then for some reason, we just like, we went along really well and we became like, I was her first best friend. She was one of my first best friends and then like I loved hanging out with with her I used to like open up to her and she would understand me and I would understand her because we felt we both had similar like ethnical background and and her mom used to say like you know with me you're the you are the few ones who's able to be friends with her because it's it, like she never had any friends and then guess what I had to move again and it was so heartbreaking for me because I told this friend, like, look, I have to leave. But no matter what, like, we will make an effort to still stay stay friends. So what happened is I moved back to Italy and I was in contact with this friend that lives in UK. And like every birthday, we would send each other like wishes. And then, you know, we would not talk on a regular basis, but we would send like each other's, uh, we would send uh, to each other wishes and stuff like that. And we did that for like, we've been doing this for the past 16 years. So like for the, for the past 16 years, every year we wish each other happy birthday. And uh, now that I, you know, I have her phone number, like I send her a WhatsApp audios. Um, when I go back sometimes to UK, because now my parents, they move back again to UK. When I go back, I message and I'm like, oh, I am in town. You have to come and see me. So I've seen her for the first time after 10 years, after 10 years. And it felt like our friendship never, never changed. And it's still, we still have that strong bond as when we were 13 and now like I'm much older. So we still talk to each other like he, I never left. And um, and I I understood through time that it, you have to make an effort when you want to make a friendship to work. Like every relationship, it's a two-way street. You have to make an effort to be there for this person. You might not be there physically, but you can be there spiritually. You can be there with your soul. And that's what's important, I would say. 
Emma, you talked about when you were young and you had to leave countries and you really struggled. Um, and there was two girls that you mentioned that you were, became quite good friends with. And when you moved, it was really hard for you. How did you overcome that? I don't think I ever did overcome that. I think it was just, I was just a kid and I didn't know how to overcome it. I think at some point I, when I became much older, I tried to look them up on Facebook when I used to have that account because I really did want, uh, want to reconnect with them. But the thing is, it's been such a long time that I forgot uh, their last names. I couldn't find them at all. And so I never really like overcome that, I would say that struggle, like that issue. I always think of them. I think about these two people that were so important in my life, but I just find no way to connect with them at all. I don't even think they remember me. Probably they do, I don't know. And so I don't think I never really tackled it. And I wanted to reconnect, but it was it was just impossible. And I would say that I learned a lesson from this, which is, you know, if you want to talk to someone, if you want to be friends with someone, I always try to find a way to be connected no matter what. So now I always take an opportunity to, you know, take their email or add them on, you know, Instagram or, you know, connect them on LinkedIn because it's important, you know, you want to, you never know. It's important to have friends where you live, but it's also important to have friends all over the world. At least you can say you're a very multicultural person. It's so, yeah, I never really like encounter, like face that. And I think of these people pretty often. Have you ever had friends now that, you know, in your adult life where you've just grown apart or the friendships dissolved for whatever reason? Maybe it's just run its course. Yeah. I would say yes. And unfortunately, I think um, like a physical distance plays plays a big part in it like I remember when I was in university I had very two close friends very very close friends I used to hang out at their place after classes I would go there to their place after like an exam I would have dinner we were super super close we were like inseparable but then after I graduated I started working they started working we literally like grew apart grew literally apart and now we never talk to each other like at all we never message to each other it's like we don't we don't exist to each other's life like not at all I actually made an effort to reach out but then I feel like the conversation just stopped there because it, like I said earlier it has to be two ways you know so if you see that the other person is not um, reciprocating then there is no point of continuing the friendship so that's what I saw that you know you're not making an effort so why should I make an effort and and there was the same issue with another group of friends that we always used to hang out. So we used to be like four girls, again, inseparable. And then I feel like the moment you stop going, like the moment you stop, you know, um, attending the same places, like being in the same university and stuff like that, and you start, you each start living your own life, things really change. Unfortunately, things change. And do I miss these people? I mean, yes, but I also feel like that, again, do they miss me? Probably not, because otherwise they would have made an effort. So again, I learned from these experiences that 
if it's not too history, there is no way to continuing anything. And I just make an effort for the people that really matter in my life, literally. And I guess, and I, I think it goes back to the fact that you should, it's not about having 500 friends on Facebook, but having like five friends that are like good friends. Yeah. Yeah. People that you know when you need them will be there. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what I find a little bit pity is that the same people that you know I used to hang out with, with who like now we're, we don't I don't talk to anymore, they tell me oh yeah come to me if you have any issues but then you're not there constantly so you you know you're not like whatever you're saying or whatever you're doing are not matching so yeah it's very true I think words can be easily spoken but it's the actions that they matter the most yeah. yeah yes so what's one of your most memorable moments when it comes to your friendship circle I just have so many that's the thing I just have way too many I don't know honestly I I I wouldn't know I would I would say that like when you like there are so many things I can say and I can like I can say so many memories that are related to different moments of my life you know I can talk about like for me, the be the most beautiful memories are from high school, for instance, and probably because where I did my high school, we like my parents and I we stayed in that city for the longest time. So this is where you know I have a big chunk of friends, and so I have beautiful memories with them because it's it was my teenagehood, and you know I when you're a teenager you do stupid things and stuff like that, and then. I would say also my university time was also very beautiful because I moved to Canada and I started to have friends from different ethnicities. So that really just helped me to learn a little bit more about different cultures. And then, of course, when you go to work, I feel like even those ones are beautiful memories because in that moment, you're not meeting people of your age. You're meeting people from different ages. And I think that's also very beautiful because you get to see if you are able to, you know, hang out with people that are like much older than you or maybe much younger than you. And so I have beautiful memories also and like with work. So it's like it goes in paces. And that's what I like. So that's why I cannot pinpoint one in particular because they're all beautiful and they're all unique in their own ways. So that's what makes them very memorable. So do you feel like you've changed as a friend throughout those different phases? Yes, definitely. I definitely do think I changed. And probably it wasn't even a change. It was more an evolution to what I'm, I was meant to be as a friend, I think. You know, like... That's beautiful. I think that was probably like a growth. I had a growth as, as a friend. When I grow as a friend and I think... Um, and I think it just, I just evolved for the better. And like I learned, for instance, things like, you know, a good friend means to be there, but it also means to be, you know, a mentor. It means, it means to be there to guide people. Um, it's there to be an active listener. And these are things that I learned. But I think one thing that I learned the most is probably that I value people that are trustworthy but I'm also like that too like I'm a very trustworthy person and I had someone just few few days ago one of my closest friends she messaged me she she basically used to live in Canada then she went to Australia and Canada and Australia like are on the opposite side of the world and now she moved to another country but she messaged me and she was like you know what you're my most like she was like my you're my 
truest friend and I could always count on you like and because you could never judge me and this is one thing that I learned is that friendship also needs to be non-judgmental you just want to listen to someone without any judgment so this is one thing that I learned about myself that I'm like yeah I'm very proud of like of having this feature you know so um, yeah definitely was an evolution so apart from being non-judgmental how else do you think your friends would describe you very interesting question I would say probably someone who has good active listening skills and someone who's very uh, patient and someone who tries to empower you I think and that's because I have a very close friend and we have been there for each other for the past months and and this is one thing that I would describe my friendship with her is that we just empower each other. Like she's there for me to encourage me, to support me, to see me evolving to the person that I'm meant to be. And I do the same thing with her. So I also try to do that. Like I just want people that are around me to develop and to, you know, grow as a person and to be the better version of their of their of themselves and this is what they say now you have to have a good circle of of friends that are there to like you know to uplift you rather than being toxic and bringing you down because I've seen it and this has been really like toxic for everything really like if you say to people you know I started a new course and they're like oh but why did you start this new course why are you wasting your time versus telling this to someone who you know, supporting you, they will encouraging you to keep learning and, you know, to keep doing the things that you love. So this is what I try to do for for my friends. And I, I guess they also see that as a quality in me that I try to encouraging them, encourage them and support them to, you know, do the things that they love. What is one of the things I suppose that you want to share with people going forward when it comes to friendships? I think so there is one there is one thing that one of my friends said a few years ago about friendship and it's that you know with time friendship just becomes stronger and and I think time really tells you who are the true friends you know you know, we say we should have friends that are there when you're feeling sad. And I did have friends. I have friends that are there for me when I'm sad. But you also want to have friends who are there to, like, celebrate you. And I think that's important. You want to have a bit of both worlds. You want to have people that are there to celebrate you. But you also want to have people that are there to bring you up when you're down, you know. And this is how you build, like, a Build res- like you build resilience you build strength and I I would say like I have been lucky enough to have friends that have been there to listen to me and even when I was I would say at the lowest point of my life but then they're there to show you that you know you are the light you you maybe you're going through like a tough moment but you're you are a light that it's meant to shine and um and this is what I want to say, like, you have to find good people that are genuine and that are sincere and spontaneous. And 
And one thing that I want to say about friendship is that you should never expect something back from someone. You know, it has to be like very spontaneous and genuine. You know, it's like, yeah, just because I help you, like it doesn't mean the next day, okay, you expect this from me. You know, you want to help someone because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. And I think it's just being there spontaneously. I think it's the most important think about friendship so i would say really just to find people that are sincere and honest and who are there to be there for both good and bad side that is beautiful thank you so much for joining me today thank you (laughs) i've really enjoyed our discussion about friendship i think it's one of those things that we all have friends and we always wonder if we're suppose if we're being the best friend that we possibly can and then I think at the same time we also question what did we do wrong when our friendships to do dissolve and they run their course and we're no longer friends with those same people we question you know have we done something and we can overthink the situations and that can lead us down a whole other rabbit hole so thank you so much for being honest and open and sharing your experiences with us thank you And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Relationship Talks. If you can, I would love for you to jump on and leave a review. And whilst you are at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please join me again next week when we get to take a look behind closed doors at someone else's relationship. But until then, I am your host, Laurie Brooke. And remember, the choice is yours. So make today and the week the very best it can be.